Welcome everybody to True Zach Show. I'm Ryan Solo here, but that's fine. Uh, today joining us is a uh, UK entertainer. I'm not even calling him battle rapper. I'm gonna call him entertainer because he, you know, he uh, started off rapping and now he's ventured into other projects. So uh, one of my favorite out there in the UK. Thanks, by the way, with the time difference, we finally linked up. Uh, the one, the only Kruger. What's up, man? Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's good to be here. No, I'm it's good. awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah. I know it's a little weird doing it from Jersey to UK, but we finally linked up after seven or eight months. In <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, man. All right. Uh, first, I want to get into like your story, your background, exactly where you're from in London, and uh, how you got into rap in general before you started battling. Yeah, well, I grew up in Wilsdon Green, Northwest London. Um, so yeah, growing up, uh, I don't know, like hip hop. I was into hip hop from early, like, do you know what I mean? But I think it was probably like my the influence of my brother, having an older brother who would play like music in the, my mum's car, like hearing all like, do you know what I mean? Like Ludacris, um, Nas, like, like CDs like that kind of got me interested in it. And also there's a big like garage scene in the UK, which is what kind of like, I started rapping to that before I started doing hip hop. It was kind of like, cause that's what I would hear all these like, you know, like I used to listen to like pirate radio stations we have out here where like you get like i would listen to like dizzy rascal and wiley and this is like you know years before they, they became famous and stuff but they used to do like sets on on um radio and i would listen to it weekly and that's the shit that made me really want to like spit like rap so like when i first started writing i was writing like garage bars which is like completely different to like hip-hop it's like you know faster tempo more simple simplistic but it's got like a whole it's different kind of vibe and energy like the kind of riding over garage beats and it was like it was kind of, it's like grime basically but it was before grime was really called grime so it was it was yeah. more known as like garage so it came from that scene I wanna, so that was like a big influence on me like um as far as like rapping goes and i think just as i was going as i was in school when i was like so i started rapping like when i was like 12 i think mm -hmm. and then i think when i got to like 13 14 i started like i just learned like so much about rap just through like limewire <laughs> and yeah. downloading and just like educating myself in the world of rap and just like you know I would, I would used to go on like rap forums and stuff as well and just like learning about like i was big into cannabis then mm -hmm. the rapper cannabis yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah eminem obviously like there was all these like uh but it was more like going back and like discovering and gangstar and just like i mean the list is endless like obviously but I just I became obsessed with like hip hop and like uh, just learning everything about it. And I still am today, still trying to discover as much as possible. Yeah, I noticed that through your rhyme schemes, too. It's really like the way you formulate some of your bars, even with the video game stuff, like you stick with the multis, too. That's why yeah. I love it. like even with like the Donkey Kong stuff, you're sticking with multis. So you're not dumbing it down when someone consider it like the more uh, the the more like poppy type videos you do even the yeah. roller coaster song you're not dumbing down which i find incredible uh, you talk about garage man now you might this might be the i'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is the first person you've ever met in the states that's gonna say this to you okay mm -hmm. i'm a huge streets fan i'm a big okay, yeah, i'm a big lady sovereign fan i oh, actually shit, yes so like <laughs> I, I i watched the streets live in new york in like 06 original pirate oh, yeah Grand come don't don't come for free war of the sexes like never yeah. went to, like i could go through their catalog like mike skinner and them like like nothing I, i'm a huge fan how much that's amazing 
Yeah, very random, right? Being in in in, in the states here in Jersey, I don't come across that a lot. Like um, Americans that are fans of UK music, especially during that time. Do you know what I mean? Like guys, yeah, the guys three era. Well, I, I watched a video when I was a kid. It was the Let's Push Things Forward, and I remember like, what is this? Like, yeah. and I was like, oh my god! So I went and bought their CD, and I, I don't know. I love their music. Uh, is that the type of garage type? rap you're talking about and how big was that influence era with the streets and mike skinner actually maybe mm-hmm. blowing up with american commercial success yeah that's all it was all part of the same scene like you know i mean uh like some of the streets first songs were like quite big garage hits especially like um original pirate material mm-hmm. uh, that was like kind of a big like a lot of their songs are quite garagey and I think um, they he kind of blew up independently. Mike Skinner and the Streets yeah. kind of blew up on their own, and like it was so different. Like no one was rapping like that, like mm-hmm. the kind of talking style, but over these like sick beats. And he's like completely original and different from anything else that was going on. Grime, and he was quite far removed from the like the as at least what was going on in London at the time, as far as I could I could tell. But then obviously when he st- became like really successful, he actually got really involved with the grime scene and like sign oh. was signing people was collabing with a lot of the underground people that I was listening to on the pirate radio stations. He would like, he basically did like re- like even like some of the streets remix songs. He would put like Kano and Deneo and all these people that are killing it now. Like, and Lady Sovereign is, I think is on that track as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's Lady Sovereign. Yeah. The, uh, what remix is that again? The, um, it's one of the streets remix tracks and it's like, it gets everyone on it. But, um, yeah, so all of that stuff was a huge influence on me, 100%, like listening to all that kind of music. And I'm a big Streets fan myself. I think. Yeah, you know, I, I never dude. talked to someone from the UK um, in regards to that. And I always wondered, yeah. if you, like, you're being from that era, like how big the success was. So it's really cool to hear. That's cool that yeah. he uh, went back and he was humble too and helped out down there. So that's someone yeah. I'd love to talk to, actually, but I'm sure he's a cool dude. And all right, that's that's really all I want to touch on the streets. I want to know the influence he had on you, and I got my answer. So that's that's yeah. really cool to hear, man. That that's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool that you saw him in America in like during mm-hmm. like, six or whatever. Like, yeah, like, I still check every now be the, around the time that he did them songs I'm talking about was coming out. Yeah, yeah I, 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 there was. Uh, I think it was Webster Hall in 2006, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, none of my, only a couple of my friends are actually into the streets as well. A lot of them don't. Mm. I remember I would play them and they're like, what the hell is this? And I was like, I don't know. It's so it's, different. Yeah. yeah. It just fits. It just worked for me. Yeah. And I know it's not the best type of lyricism, but it just fucking worked. So that, that's why I like the, I also like the UK scene as far as music and even battle rap i feel like you guys do it in a very unique way so like how do you try mm-hmm. to separate yourselves from the i feel like it's the same with humor i want to say your humor is a little mm-hmm. more uh dry but at the same time you keep it very funny like so how do you yeah. try to separate from being like the american rapper versus the uk rapper if you do anything at all well, I think, like you say, like in the culture in UK, like from our stand-up comedy and everything, is very like self-degrading, like dry, mm-hmm. like you say, um, like not taking ourselves too serious. And I think that just kind of reflected in like the don't flop scene, just from it being in England. You know what I mean? Like I just think that's like a a bigger thing that you can't even really articulate. And um, I feel like even with UK hip hop, like because about other than like the streets and the grime and that kind of scene there was like another scene which was like the uk hip-hop scene which was like a lot more kind of just like you know boom bap 
beats like you know lots of rappers like jest and skinny man and these kind of people i listen to as well and like maestro and like a lot of these people had like a sense of comedy and like i had like there was another rapper called jargon who i used to love like because he was like punchlines you know what i mean so i was really influenced by the punchline style right so like i loved like even like to bring like to america like i liked like um uh the demigods mm -hmm. and uh yeah like obviously eminem like but i was always a fan of the pe the rappers that like did punchlines and like could like, had funny lines and could like be quite comedic but also just be like showing off that i'm like a better rapper than you basically so yeah. that's the style that I always gravitated towards. And even when I was watching battle raps, uh, when, when I got into the battle rap scene in America and Canada and all that, you know, I mean, that's the kind of, the, the, that's the battles that I was a fan of. And it kind of, I think that influenced my style and like how I was. And I think in general, like we all kind of feed off each other. And I think the same thing happened in, in England where there was a lot of other funny guys. And like, yeah, I think all our styles kind of just meshed and that probably why it comes across more like that. Yeah, and it's also authentic, too. And I think that's the most important thing in any type of music, whether it's rock or rap. I mean, you, you, you're you just a very authentic dude. And I remember when you battled Thesaurus, he, like, they had, like, a preview, and he even said, like, you're one of the hardest to prepare for. Like, because like, <laughs> you, you don't, like, what angle you're coming at. Like, you're very unpredictable. So it, it's, yeah. it's really cool to hear that. But when you get into battle rap here, like, who was the ones that got you into that? Was there anyone you looked up to? Did you watch Smack DVDs? Did you watch the WRCs in 06? And then, like, who were the two or three that you were like, damn, like, this makes me want to do it? Um, 100%. I was into Battle Rap from earlier. I watched the WRCs. I watched the Smack. I watched, like, some murder moot battles and stuff like that. I didn't watch all of them, but there was a few that was, like, on the internet that I saw quite early on. Um, but I think... Um, I was into jump jump off was what got me into it really like I've, i used to go to this open mic called like deal real and that's where i kind of first started rapping in front of people and like rapping on the mic and this is where i found i met a lot of other mcs in the scene and i heard about jump off through going to that uh and then basically i started watching it when i got home just on the website mm -hmm. this is before youtube and all that yeah. kind of stuff and uh, I saw, you know, all the Professor Green battles, like where he was just like ripping guys to shreds. And I was like immediately like fascinated with it because I'd seen like other battles, like maybe um, like Jin, like the Jin battles on MTV. Mm. So that was like, you know, popular in school and stuff like that was just one of the things that people saw. So I was always like very like in interested in the battle scene. And then when I found out about the UK battle scene, it was like, you know, I was really interested. And then they started doing these street battles. And I just, I remember seeing like, you know, when they first started going up on the website, I was just like checking them every time they dropped one. And that's how I became really fascinated with it. And I knew some other people, like um, I was friends with Possessed, mm -hmm. who like entered um, the WRCs in 2006. So I came to his like, when he did his first battle, I was there in the background. And this was in 2006 as well, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, that was my first one I saw live, I think, as far as like a jump off street battle. So I went to that. I was must have been like 16 or something at the time. And then I went, I was at the WRCs. I went to 2007. I went to the actual, like I was there on a day. And then I went to the New York for the finals. With Erg and Ark. Then Erg and Ark was battling, yeah. And um, so I've been like involved in the scene from then. And I was like, even like, I was thinking about, I was like very close to entering the battle scene back then. But back then it was very much like freestyle. Like it was like, you had to freestyle. And I was never that confident with my freestyles. Like, I like doing it mucking around, but like the pressure of doing it live. And then I know like, obviously you mix a bit of writtens and you do this and you do yeah. that. 
But I was preparing myself up for it. But honestly, when like the written battle started getting like accepted, like we started seeing like the grind time battles that he started releasing. And I think it was even Jump Off that posted the grind time battle that I saw. Lush One versus Unorthodox Phrases, I believe, might have been the first one I saw. And then I like found that channel and then I was going back and checking out all their videos and I was like, this is sick. And I was like, look, like they're doing battles, but it's like written like, and it's accepted. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And like, obviously me and Ur were like big fans of battle rap and like Jump Off had stopped doing like battles for a while. There wasn't really any events or there was talk about WRC 08. And now, cause this was like obviously WRC 07 and there was 08. And I remember they even did like a, one of those, um, preliminary well, groups the, right? pre, the prelim qualifiers in london and i went there like ready to battle but no one else turned up mm. there was actually no one there yeah so i was the crazy. only one there it's crazy because if you look back at the era like the 0607 like without without the, that jump off era they kind of like were the sacrificial lambs in a way they, yeah. they reintroduced it and then kind of like king of the dot took over and then you yeah. know url came back after king of the dot which yeah. i stand by and and they kind of got shoved aside and then you got people who've been battling for like 15 years who don't even get recognition from the newer fan base and it's like these dudes were doing it like a guy like marv one was in the 07 yeah urc's with quest mccody and like the newer fan base is, talks about like oh they need their flowers or they need to earn their way to the top it's like you have no idea what these guys have been through so right. if you look at the wrc's like the roster on that like right. hollow the don was on it like yep. uh disaster so i mean thesaurus ilmac yeah madness, madness. Like, yeah oh man the, like the roster was crazy right and it's just like I feel like jump off kind of like I think Harry the dude Harry ran it right yeah like it kind of you know it started it and it it was kind of ahead of its time and it had no mm -hmm. idea what it was building up to and it just kind of things happened though happened with Sega Dreamcast right so yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's pretty much it uh, so when you decided to step into the ring like what what made you do it I know you said like all right I showed up to the prelims but uh yeah. from people I talk to do battle personally I don't really have the guts to step in there I yeah. I love battle rap I love to rap but like as far as stepping in with the three minute rounds it's that it takes a lot uh you yeah. really have to have like balls to do it I tried comedy once I feel miserably so stepping in the ring here it's a lot so yeah. like what was the moment you're like fuck it I'm gonna do it well, like I said, I was ready to do it in like 08 when I was like, when the jump off, I was going to enter the jump off tournament. I was ready from then because when I was watching it in 07, you know what I mean? Like even in 06, like ever since I was watching the battles, obviously, like I was a fan, like me being like, that was the kind of raps I was writing anyway, because I was like a fan of like the writing the punchline raps and like doing like, so like my whole style was a kind of battle kind of style already. So like it only made sense that I would do the battles because I was like super into like lyrical rap. Like that was my thing, like being lyrical. Like that's what I like cared about, like the rhyming multis, like punchlines. So it just naturally lends itself to battle rap. So obviously from when I was watching it all those times, I'm thinking about, yeah, I'm going to enter. But I didn't have the like confidence yet. I done like uh, when we then we started Don't Flop and it was literally like it was so small, like it was just us, like because we wanted to battle ourselves. And like we had, we knew other rappers, like just from people we met in the scene. And like, you know, we'd been like in the UK hip hop kind of scene, like going to events and da 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 da. So like it was kind of like, yeah, let's just, um, and obviously like, you know, with MySpace and stuff like that, like yes. 
contacting rappers like that's how it all started like, i even met her on myspace yeah and uh a lot, all the early don't flop battles were set up on myspace we messaged o'shea to you know i mean come for the, fir the first event that we did well not even event just like outdoor battles but it just like it all started from there really and then like i got my first taste of it I f there, there was one battle i did that wasn't uploaded which we filmed and we never uploaded it but they, they actually show a clip of it in a in a documentary they made about battle rap because i gave him like all the old like mm -hmm. original don't flop tapes and uh so yeah and i was i hated that first battle i did like so much like it was just because my like the way my delivery was just so poor and just like not confident so then when i saw that back i was just like cringing like oh my god like when i do my first, like at least i've got the footage so i cannot release it but we didn't release any of the battles of that day it was just like a thing where we just didn't it didn't they didn't come out it was like a test run almost like a promo and um and then yeah i think when we set up our first battles i was like a lot more like prepared like i, I like i know what i wanted to do and uh, i think my first one was a two-on-two -two with uh in brighton and we, we battled with two guys and that, that was kind of like my first little taste of it and then i had my first solo battle against sensor and that one felt a bit more serious because you know what i mean you're like it's just you and then like yeah i mean we were leading up to the battle we were both living in norwich at the time because i was at uni there and census from norwich so um but we would like link up all the time and just have ciphers like me uh, uh sensor arc um a few other people but we were just like it became like a thing where we would always like link up and just like have freestyle ciphers like <laughs> this was around the time of like WRCs and all that kind of stuff. And it was very much just like going four bar back to back, like bouncing off each other's ideas. Like it was kind of like a training ground of like, you know, like how to come up with punchlines. And I was never really like that great at the freestyling thing. Like I did it for fun and stuff, but like, I know like from my style, like thinking about it and actually coming up with the proper setups and rhymes, that was like much more what I was interested in. So I got to like really test it out against Sensor. And then yeah, once it, once it started, you know what I mean? It was like, I was part of the Don't Flop roster. We had us like a small roster and uh, like, I was like eager to get involved, you know what I mean? And like started starting from like doing the battles outside. Then we started doing events and I'm, you know, battling in front of loads of people, getting like reactions. I'm feeling the buzz from it. And then like, of, yeah then later on like all these like opportunities come along like first we'd start doing like events all over like uh england do you know what i mean so we started off in london brighton then started going up north of england so it was like you know battling in different towns and like traveling to different towns which was interesting for me and like you wouldn't really have reasons to go to all these random places like york and just like random like cities in england without a reason but that kind of gave us a reason to visit all these places was you know we were just like expanding finding new rappers going to different locations finding rappers building up our fan base and we was doing this for years and years and years until it like blew up into the like the monster that it became but um and then obviously all the like travel opportunities came along like I, I, we, we got offered to battle in um i think was it grind time first yeah grind time was first about right. illusion z in 2009 at like this huge event battle of the bay five where ilmac battled for saurus yeah. arsenal conceited like the lineup was ridiculous and to even be included on that lineup and i was like first on the day and then that was like a real like crazy moment for me obviously after watching grind time and uh, all these battles for so long and to be like meet be there in the person in the ring with lush one hosting and stuff like that so you know that was like a real buzz and i knew after having all these other don't flop battles like that battle was like the important one that's the one i got to kill 
And I know that because I knew it was going to be a big crowd. So I knew like projection was really important because I, I remember something I learned that like, just from like going to Cyphers, like in like the, the, the open mic deal real that I was talking about. I was like, I learned a lot from that, like from other rappers, because I, like I was big. I was a friend of like Rhyme Asylum. Yeah. And they were like the, the cypher kings, like they were so ill. And one of their like strong things was like they were really like good at projection. So like, do you know what I mean, when they're outside and they're like a circle, a loud voices like really projects them. And, and mm. like other rappers as well, obviously. And uh, I think that really took an influence on me. And then I knew when I was performing in front of this crowd, like projection was really important, like being like, you know, confident and just obviously having good material. And I think in that time, it was like really tight limits, time limits as well, like one minute rounds, three one minute rounds. So it was kind of like, I was just like, I got to get as many punchlines in as possible. Like I got to minimize like long setups and da 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 da. I just got to be like, set up punchline, set up, like try get as much in as possible. And I think that's like really helped me like make a name for myself doing that Illusion Z battle. And then after that, like a little, little later on, we got invited out to King of the Dot, Toronto. I got to battle in Sweden and then, yeah, just different battling for different leagues in different countries. It was just like an amazing experience. So I, I loved it, man. I want to ask two things about battling more and then I'll get into your newer stuff. Uh, yeah. Who was the hardest you ever prepared for or had to prepare for? I think the hardest I've ha uh, had to prepare for was conceited mm -hmm. because um, that was a different level of pressure. To like he was definitely the biggest and still is the biggest uh, battle, uh, battle rapper I've ever faced, and I think um, the magnitude of that event it was like we like don't flop had like become like really big, uh, like before my last battle when I, I didn't battle for ages and then you know don't flop became really huge and then we started doing you know these massive events so it was like my first comeback into don't flop since we become really big mm -hmm. so there was like a there was big big crowd a lot of pressure and I just felt, I just remember feeling so like nervous writing for it because even though I was happy with my material and how it came out, when you're writing material, you like, you second guess yourself. You're like, is this good enough? Like you can't tell how it's going to go down. And I still to this day, you never know how stuff's going to go down. Right. So I think all of that stuff was kind of affecting me. And it, I kind of made, I didn't like it. Like, uh, uh, to be honest, like I'm, I'm so happy I did it and I liked the battle and I'm so proud of it, but I didn't like the preparing for it. And it, I think that might've been one of the first ones where it kind of like, I was starting to get put off by the preparing for battles. Mm -hmm. And I did a few more after that, like, and I'm like, you know, really happy I did them and happy with all my performances. But I just, the more battles I did after that point, I think I just, the, the pressure and like, I don't know. It just got to me. And I just, yeah, I just kind of like, I was like each battle I was doing, I was like, all right, this is going to be my last battle. This is going to be my last battle. Yeah. And then with the fresco one in 2015, that was my last one. And I think, yeah, I don't really like, I'm, 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 I'm quite happy with the little run I had and I don't really think I'll come back, but you know, never, never say never, but right. there's definitely aspects I miss about it. But then, you know, the preparing that's kind of like, yeah, I don't know, man, it's a lot of pressure. From everyone we talked to, every rapper we've had on, even uh, I'm friends with like one or two or in some leagues, uh, they say like the preparing is just it's it's stressful as hell. Like yeah. it's just like because it's like being a comedian going up. Like you don't know what crowd you're getting, so yeah. like your material might hit on a Wednesday and you do the same set on a Thursday and no one laughs. And yeah. it's like 
shit like <laughs> I, I you only get one time to perform it yeah and it's like i still have five minutes left <laughs> oh boy yeah. that's why you just got to pull a bill burr and just trash the city when they're booing yeah. you when he did it to philadelphia all right uh, yeah. so if you did make a comeback who would you want to battle out of all the leagues out because there's like a few now you got you know uh rare breed i battle you are uh, a bunch i could go down the list uh so who, who would you want to battle if you had one one person to pick man i don't even really know like there's no uh, there's no one i want to battle because obviously like if i did want to battle them right. I, I could probably set it up but i just i'm just like you know there's there's people that i'm fans of fans you know of, what i mean yeah, i don't even know if i'd want to battle them like i'd say yeah. you know like my probably my favorite battle rapper is pat stay yeah 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 i don't know if i want to battle pat stay i just right. think he he's like uh, like he probably ripped me but like i just i'm a huge fan of pat stay like um obviously dumbfounded i know he hasn't battled in a while but dumbfounded yeah. was one of my favorites um but yeah i'd love to battle one of these new leagues man I'd not even new but like i'd love to battle on the i battle or something like that like i, I love I, I love seeing what they're doing like that even doing a url battle would be like a mad trip and that would be such a challenge like you know like performing for that crowd and like winning them over yeah but i wouldn't like i think it's perfect it's doable but like right now i honestly don't think that i will come back to battle rap no, that's fine. You got something else good going, which we'll segue into. See, I'm pretty good at that. The segue. Yeah. So, so the new stuff you've been doing, where you pick like video games and Diddy Kong or Donkey Kong mm. and Mario. I showed a couple of people your Mario thing today, and like I have, I have questions on these. How yeah. do you pick what game you're doing, and do you play the game and then write, or write and then act out what you're writing? Yeah. Uh, so here's how it goes. Okay please um it all started with the rayman rap that was my first one i ever did and um i like all the, firstly all the games that i rap about i'm huge fans of those games mm -hmm. so those are the games that i grew up playing do you know what i mean like i was uh, like obsessed with rayman obsessed with crash bandicoot I love the platformer games, you know what I mean? Obsessed with Mario, still am to all these games. So platforming's always been my thing. That's why I like Donkey Kong. So and another thing was like I love the soundtracks on these um games. Yeah. Like it's nostalgic, but also it's just like great music. So like I would just like, I think um maybe one time when I was playing Rayman, I was just like like the beats, I was just like, you know, you could actually rap to this, like, because it's like they're like actually like you can like find a rhythm and like so i would just like fuck about and like rap to it just like just saying little things da, 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 da. and yeah. then i was like all right yeah this is sick i'm gonna do this so then i just downloaded like uh, the the full soundtrack of rayman just going through the beats and like picking ones and then i was like all right uh like do you know what i mean watch it like, i'll just rap about rayman over it so like i thought all right so what i do is i just i look up on youtube just other people playing it so i just okay. take the videos of other people playing it all and right. then I just literally just follow like what they're doing and just like try to make a rhyme out of it, try to follow like what they're doing. Like, I think it's because like I'm, I'm an editor as well. So I can combine like my video editing skills with my like rapping skills. So like I just like I'll get the video and I'll like cut it up. And like, I mean, with a lot of those ones is just like straight playing and I'm just like trying to talk about what's happening while it's happening. But I could just kind of like plan it out with the beat. So like I'd play it and then I'd be like, all right, I want to say this here. 
want to say that there and then i don't know it just comes together like it's it's really a fun exercise and since yeah. i started doing it i'm finding it hard to go back to the other way of writing because <laughs> i think like it gives you prompts you know what i mean like it actually gives you like now when i try to write a track i'm like i don't know where to start like i don't know what to say mm. like I, I feel like my style has changed so much from like when i first started rapping and when like i just don't rap about the same things i used to but I like doing these concept raps and like the little things because it's like it gives you a topic to write about yeah. and it you can have fun with it and prompts. And I've actually like written like a whole bunch more that I haven't released. I, I think you should though, man. I think it's a cool niche, man. Like you look yeah. at no one's ever done this. And I mentioned it to someone at work when we were talking about it. It's like like a weird owl type style. Like yeah. we took the songs and like this could be like your thing. Where like, yeah, that, that's what I'm it's, fully it's, trying to do. It's amazing. It, it like, yeah. like my brother doesn't like hip hop, and I sent him some of them, and he goes, "This shit's incredible." Even yeah. like the emoji one or just the the box photo, stock photo yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's so clever. It's so fucking Thanks, clever. No problem. And um, how how do you do you have to pause and go back to what? like the video like you're saying like when he jumps for a feather so it's like running together jump for a feather and then it's like wait yeah. all right i gotta pause that write it down and then press play yeah. again you know yeah and this uh yes yeah, definitely pause and press and play and, and rewind and back and playing it again and again and playing it again to the beat and like finding the spots where you can kind of like and it's like because i kind of just work in like four bars or two bars basically so i'm like if i'm like rapping like the two bars on the same rhyme scheme i'm like all right, by the time it gets to this fourth bar, this happens in the video. So I'm playing the video back and I'm like, all right, when it gets to the fourth bar, I've got to make, I've got to end it on this. Do you know what I mean? Or so like, then I'll work backwards. So I'll be like, this is what I'm leading up to. Oh, he jumped on the mushroom or whatever. So I'm yeah. like, all right, I've got to say, I've got to end the four bar on it, jumped on the mushroom. And then I'm just finding things that go along with it. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the best yeah. way I can describe it um so like i like and uh, then my I've, I've done i've written a whole bunch i've done a bunch more my new thing that i'm doing is like nature videos <laughs> like you know like animal like clips like from david Attenborough and stuff like about like animals fighting each other and stuff and i'm like basically like uh making it into a story and just like telling it from the animal's perspective it's and, so like, yeah it's so fucking amazing like i I hate to like laud you like this, but it really is incredible, man. Like there's, especially with content being so repetitive on the internet nowadays, even with like a podcast, who gives a fuck what yeah. I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> like everyone does it. No offense. Love having you on, but at the end of the day, who gives a fuck yeah. what I'm saying? You know, like, but there's so much repetitive stuff on the internet for this to be so different. Like there's nothing else like it. So like, I, I really, I think it's awesome, man. I really applaud you for it. Oh, I appreciate it, man. And yeah, I think I just because because it is something different in a niche. That's why I've kind of just stuck to it and just I want to do more of that and just see where it takes me, really, because they're fun to write and I like making the videos and yeah. Now, how we got in contact or how I contacted you the first time was when you wrote the rap to the steamed hams clip uh, from yeah. Superintendent Chalmers, the infamous steamed hams uh, clip from The Simpsons with Chalmers and Skinner. And uh, like, uh, you know, Bill Oakley was on the show. He wrote the scene. So like I, I messaged you and I was like, this is fucking awesome here. So how did you create that? Because that like that, that to me is the one of the greatest things on the Internet is being a huge <laughs> Simpson fan, being a huge Simpson. Thank you. No Thank problem. You. So it's you no, and then a sneezing cat. One, two. 
So <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Me, I'm a huge Simpsons fan as well. I've thought about doing Simpsons tracks for like ages, and I could never think of the right way to do it. I've always I thought about like you know doing like referencing everything that happens in the Simpsons and like going through the characters. I could never really think of a good idea, and then like literally because I was a fan of all these um, steamed hams memes that were coming out anyway. Yeah. And it's just like a light bulb moment. It was just like, oh, I'll just wrap the steamed hams. Like it was just like as simple as that. But it was uh, probably the hardest one I've ever had to write because I got, I when I came up with the idea it was so long ago from when it actually came out because like it took me so long to do because I just kept getting stuck and I would just I would be like, oh, I can't do it. It's impossible. Or like I'll just like leave it and I just like you know you're not in the right mood to write, so I can't. I'm not getting any further. I would get a little bit further. And then I think, um, yeah, like loads of times when I was writing it, I would just pause, get stuck, and just be like, "This isn't working," or like doubt it, or like, you know, move on to other things. And I think um, eventually I just got there. I think when I, I realized, like, I, I clocked one bill, and I was like, um, "Superintendent," I was just, uh, I was just doing some stretches, extra uh, exercise. I was just using the ledges. Yeah. When I clocked that bit, I was like, "All right, I've actually got something here. Like, this can actually like." I can make I can make this work. So like I knew like once I've written so I've written that first bit up to there and I was like all right now like I have to finish this because I know I've actually I know it's possible. And then I would reach other parts of the track where I was just like I can't describe this like in rhyming form in the pace. So you know I I chopped it up a lot. I actually like edit, like repeated frames and like really like kind of stretched out bits that I needed to to get out like what I needed to say and cut bits down and just I looked at the script the original script of the Steamed Hams a lot to cross reference and like like analyze it like all right well this happens here then this happens here like how can I reword that or how can I say this in a different way just trying to retell the story and get all of those same like punchlines and jokes in. And then, um, yeah, I mean, eventually I just got it out and had a did good you, take. And see it put it out. And that one definitely blew up more yes, than any of my That's what I was going to ask. Like, when did you realize, like, oh, shit, I got some here. This is, like, actually, because I'm on a lot of Simpsons groups on Facebook and stuff, yeah. and, and everyone was kind of posting it. So, like, when yeah. did you see, like, the views just start to go and roll? I didn't expect it, honestly, like, because uh, I was putting out other tracks, like the emoji track, and like, I thought that had like some viral potential and stuff. And like, a lot of them, like, just kind of did okay, like, you know. So I was like, kind of expecting the same kind of thing with, um, with this track. And, you know, I was proud of it, but I didn't think it would get the reaction it did. Like, I just didn't think it would, like, get onto people so much radar. Like, I didn't think it would get that much attention and, like, spread the way it did. Because it's really, like, kind of like, uh in this like the first thing that's kind of gone viral for me as far as like um other than battles and uh you know i've had other kind of tracks do okay but this one was by far done the best yeah so just seeing the like the, the quick reaction so quick and it like blowing up on tiktok a lot do you know what i mean like that was on one of the first videos i posted on tiktok and uh so it was like it was amazing to see and then obviously like it was like uh, such a head trip when uh bill oakley actually commented on it the guy who actually wrote the original simpsons script and then like that was like a real like wow this is like reached like a whole nother level and i'd uh, yeah that tripped me out but i was like you know it was just it was very like um humbling and like nice to see 
Yeah, and, oh, it's yeah, really- got a lot of love, uh, respect, and it kind of like it, it, it spurred me on that. Like, all right, this is what I got to keep on doing. Like, I got to keep doing like uh, videos like this because I see potential there, and they're just fun to write and perform. Yeah, how long did it take total to like chop that up? How many hours or days? Oh, uh, I honestly I couldn't count it because I don't really know because I would take like months off. Like, I would like write a, a bit of it and then just like. uh just get distracted with life and other stuff and just, and you know when when you get that kind of like um urge to kind of like you're feeling creative and you want to write and then when i actually got into the swing of it it wasn't even that like it all kind of i all kind of did it like within like a few days but it was like the the leading up to it and like i would just take long breaks so it's kind of hard to really remember how long it took in total um altogether to be honest with you but um yeah got it out in the end <laughs> i know thank god it did it was really cool to see it blow up like that all right before i let you go krug i really appreciate you coming out what else do you have in the works i know you have the sounds like show uh you yeah. do sometimes so like just let us know for people watching or listening like where we could catch your stuff and the future of you what are you working on yeah so yeah you can see me uh get me on instagram twitter slash kruger seven um yeah, like I've got like a lot more of these kind of tracks coming, like, you know, like a lot of the videos, like narration through rap and other random topics. Like I'm just trying to like do way more of those kind of videos. Like I don't have much. Um, I mean, I, you know, never know in the future, like doing more kind of like tracks or albums or like right now I'm just trying to do loads of these video raps. So that's what I'm working on right now. I've got like a whole bunch um coming out soon i've got a films rap i've got like these um the you know referencing like all films and stuff and i've got like a lot of these like nature videos where i'm like narrating nature through rap um and a bunch of other tracks that i'm working on so yeah that's what's in the pipeline also sounds like you can check out our show it's like a podcast like rhyming game show we get lots of battle rappers and rappers on there that's at uh sounds uh sounds like show.com we got um, a show coming up in a couple of weeks that I'm hosting and we're having Shuffle T and Marlowe versus Ilmac and Thesaurus awesome. in a game show. Do you know what I mean? But they're going to be going back to back. Like uh, we do like a round where it's like bar for bar. So we pick it, we give them a rhyme scheme, like a multi to go off. And then they've got to like conversate back and forth with the one rhyme. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's a lot of fun. Like there's a lot of rounds like that. And uh, yeah, check it out if you haven't seen it. Sounds like show. But yeah, man, that's what's coming up. All right, crew. Thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. And that show is very interesting. And them four should be very interesting to see who wins that one, man. Yeah, nice one, man. Thanks for having me, man. No problem.